0: Hello, and welcome to the Wholehearted Life Podcast, where I share tips, tools, and stories about how to live a wholehearted life, a life characterized by sincerity and commitment to any path you take, with room for adventure, growth, and passion. Find me here, where I record weekly podcasts which show you, the young professional, how to build a strong career, a fierce fitness routine, and a mindfully crafted meal plan. Let's get it poppin'. I am so pumped to get this podcast going. All right. So today we are going to talk about acquiring a skill or multiple skills and how that's going to help you find that dream career, dream job, whatever it is. So we're going to start with a little bit about my story. But before we do that, I want you to take out a pen and paper. I'll wait a few seconds. Okay. And I want you to write the numbers one, two, and three on the piece of paper. Now I would like you to write down three personality traits that you know you have. And I want you to keep those in mind throughout the podcast. So I'm going to give you mine for an example. I would say I'm very driven. I am passionate about many things. And when I'm passionate about something, I really go full force to it. So my some of my passions are dance, running, and learning about people. And also I am very motivated. So I really get after things when I want to. Okay. Those are my three personality traits that I would say. And they should be positive because you need to speak positively about yourself. You need to hold a high standard for yourself. Okay. So here we go. Acquiring a skill and how it led me to where I am now and how you can acquire a skill and it will lead you somewhere beautiful and amazing too. So I studied international affairs and Spanish in college, which was great. I absolutely loved it. I, I currently speak fluent Spanish. I obviously am a little rusty because I don't practice a whole lot. Um, but the reason I chose that major was because I love culture. I love Latin America. I love traveling. I love the Spanish language. And I really love talking to people in Spanish. That was a huge piece of it for me. So I studied international affairs and Spanish in college. I did not get an internship, which I highly recommend that you do if you want to pursue something in your major. And I then graduated from college. And instead of moving down to D.C., working for a nonprofit or moving to L.A. or San Francisco or a big city, I decided that I was going to move to Montana because I had worked at At Yellowstone National Park. uh, I think it was five years ago now. And I would come to Bozeman, which is where I live on my weekends. And I just loved it. I had a great time. And I was like, I'm going to move here when I graduate. So that's literally what I did. I worked all summer of 2015. And then I moved across the country and I arrived and I kind of had that shell shock moment. Like, okay, Blaze, you have your degree and you have your car of belongings and your new apartment, but you don't have a job. You don't really know anyone, maybe a few people here and there, and you have to create a life for yourself. And this was really daunting for me. I was at the time struggling with social anxiety and really not enjoying being around big groups of people, which is honestly ironic for if you know me because I'm a total social person. And so I got on Craigslist, I started looking for jobs and... <laughs> I got an office job. Now, why did I get this office job? Was this because this job particular in particular sounded interesting to me? It sounded like a fun thing that I would be doing and that was in line with kind of what I wanted to be doing. No. The reason I got this job was because I honestly just felt pressured from everyone else, all my friends seeing them on Facebook saying, "Oh my gosh, they just got like a big girl job. That person's a graphic designer." That person is working at this hospital as a nurse. That person is working as a coordinator with this cool nonprofit. And I was like, I waited tables all summer. Great. Okay. Well, why don't I have a cool big girl job? So I took this job. I mean, I had the interview and whatever. It was pretty easy, very entry level. Um, and it was for selling promotional items for companies. So you would like anything you could put a logo on basically. So we did everything to, from like, factory invoices, to data entry, to product research, all these different things. And so I had this job. It was part-time. And I just knew immediately from day one that it was not the right fit for me. And I realized this because I was not in a setting that allowed me to thrive. And I think that is so important. But the reason I was not in a setting that allowed me to thrive is because I hadn't figured out what my skills were yet, what they actually were and how I could use them to my advantage. So in this job, there was a very big lack of social interaction. I just worked with one other person. This was a satellite office of a bigger office in Chicago. There was no positive reinforcement from my superiors. Um, I was never told I was doing anything good or right. I was only told when I was doing things wrong. And some people I know can handle that, but I personally cannot. Um, I also did not get proper training on how to do the job correctly and In turn with that, I also, as a kid, I have character flaws. There are many, trust me, but one of them is I struggle with attention to detail. And that was really tough because the data entry, like, you know, if you put in a two instead of a three, that could be a mistake that would cost revenue for the company. So those were the reasons I really didn't like the job and the reasons I really wasn't thriving at the job. So I did this job for about six months and I remember talking to friends and being like, oh my gosh, you all like, I... I hate going into work every day. I hate my boss. I get, I would get anxiety attacks before coming into work. That's how much I hated it. And I had a few friends who were literally like, "Blaze, that's totally normal." Like, I hate my job too, and I was kind of baffled by that because I was thinking, "Oh my goodness." is this going to be my life? Am I just going to go to work every day at an office and hate it? And it's okay if you go to work at work at an office every day, but maybe you shouldn't hate it. Maybe you should be doing something you actually enjoy. So I did this for about six months and I just couldn't do it anymore. So I finally quit and thank goodness I did. And I was like, well, don't really have any other skills other than the fitness stuff because I kind of side note had been teaching group exercise classes through college. I was teaching a few at the college in Bozeman. Uh, Nothing crazy, but it was something I was doing on the back burner, just trying to get it going, Uh, the fitness stuff. But I didn't have the proper clientele and I didn't have the proper resources to do it full time. So I decided I would go back to serving. And I like serving. I mean, it was fun because you get to be around people. You get to move around and you get to be around good food, which is fun because I'm a total foodie. So that was really great and I was making good money and that was all good but I just I didn't feel the intention and I guess it wasn't done with my heart it was something I just went in did and left and there was no connection between my own personal fulfillment and this job and now because I have so much of that fulfillment I I think it's so important and I think it's a really great thing to be in tune to, but the serving was good for me to do at this time because it was a really nice transition from doing, being in an environment that I really, really didn't like and didn't have any real like feelings to thrive at all to being in an environment where where I at least got the social interaction. I got to move around all those things I talked about. So... The serving was good. I did that for about a year. And then there was this one gym in particular that I always wanted to work at from the moment I moved to Bozeman. I knew it right away. But it's a competitive place to work because obviously everyone wants to work there. There's the highest amount of clientele and it's a huge membership base, which is all great things, are all great things if you are a personal trainer. So I have I had been certified in personal training for a few years, maybe it was about a year, but I didn't have any experience. I had group exercise experience and some yoga and Pilates experience, stuff like that, but I wasn't certified. So I was certified in the personal training, but not the yoga and Pilates. So I decided, oh my gosh, I need to get some of these certifications going. So I got YogaFit certified and I got Pilates certified. And then... I saw online that there was a job posting for my dream job as a fitness professional at this particular gym. So I went in and I applied, and for some reason I missed the interview slot and so didn't get it. Six months, I'd say maybe four or five months, let's say, go by. I'd been just kind of going in every month because I was really getting excited about this job and I was talking to my now boss and just saying, hey, let me know if you ever have any openings, blah, 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 blah. Okay, five months later, I finally finally got an interview. Oh my gosh. I was so excited. It was a group interview and I thought I did really well, but of course I was super nervous. I was literally like shaking in the car in the parking lot before I um, went into the interview and there were all these trainers that are now my coworkers and I was just so intimidated. Uh, but anyway, I did it. I thought it went well. I had a second interview that went well. And then I was not offered the job and someone else was, and I was heartbroken. I wanted this job so badly. I got the call that I did not get the job because I kept following up with the person, my current boss, and asking him what's going on, what's going on, because I really wanted to know, because I was really excited. And I got the call that I didn't get it, and I seriously burst out into tears because I had really, really wanted this, and I had worked really, really hard and tried to show that I was super serious about being a fitness professional at this gym. And I felt like it was just pulled out from underneath me. And so, as any daughter would do, I guess, in this situation, I called my mother and or whatever mother figure you may have. And I told her what happened and I was really upset. I was crying and I was like, what do I do, mom? And she said, Blaze, go in there and talk to your boss or to your supervisor whatever and tell him that you want the job no matter what and you'll do whatever it takes to get that job, and so that's what I did. I put on my nice clothes and I marched right in there. And it was really hard because he had made a decision, and I was going to basically refute that and tell him, No, I'm worth your while, I want to be here, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I went in there, I talked to him, and I I was felt very vulnerable, but I'm really glad that I did it because I think it showed good character. I mean, I literally failed and then went in and said, no, I'm not going to accept this. I will do whatever it takes because I want to be here and I want to be with this group of people in this culture at this work environment. And I'm really glad that I did that because a few weeks later, a Pilates position opened up teaching at this gym and I was able to, I was given a chance to teach the class and it started going really, really well. I started building my numbers really, really well. And my, um, boss in the personal training department, he just saw this all kind of happening and decided, okay, we want blaze here. And then eventually I did get the job. So it was amazing. And Then I all of a sudden had this dream job, right? So now I'm a fitness professional at, I think is the biggest and best, but obviously I'm biased, gym in Bozeman and I just love it. So I got to learn all these super cool things. I was really young when I first started and I didn't have any training experience, which was, I think a big reason why I didn't get the job in the first place, but I've always been good with people. I've always been interested in people. And I think that was a big piece of it. So now I have this skill, which honestly, I think the core skill is that I'm good with people. I just love being around people. So I have this core skill and now I get to use it every single day as a part of my work. So I love my job because now I get to do all these cool things. I'll teach yoga to like 12 and 13 year olds when they come in. I teach Pilates weekly. I teach boot camps weekly. I teach yoga weekly. And I teach dance, which I also love. And I started to get, like I said, all these certifications, and I get to train people one on one, which is fun. It's obviously more personal. I just love it. It's amazing. And it took me some time to find this path because it took me a while to tune into who I am and why, how I can serve others and what I knew I was good at. If you don't know what you're good at, how, how can you really do something that you love? And So yeah, there it is. So this acquiring the skill of knowing I was good with people and then figuring out how to make it work for me is how I started my dream career. And now it's just going to build and build and build from here. I absolutely love it. And I feel that I'm on the right path. It's this amazing feeling that everything I do every single day is pretty much other than let's say a margarita on a Friday night. But I mean, that's fun and you have to have fun, right? So um, everything I do is in line with what I want to be doing, which is helping others live a healthy lifestyle. And that's amazing. So I want you to take a look at that list again. What are those three personality traits that you have and you rock and you know it? And then from there start to think about the possibilities. Maybe there's a job you've always wanted, but you're too afraid to go after it. Or maybe there's a job that you've always wanted, but you don't have any experience. Like I didn't like personal training, or maybe there's a job that's overseas that you're like, Oh, this is just kind of an on the whim thing. But I know I'd love it because I know I have these three personality traits that this job requires look into those opportunities, look into what it takes and don't be afraid to ask, how can I get this? How can I do this? How can I be here? Because this is what I want to do. So maybe you don't have your dream job lined up already. You don't know that you want to do X, Y, or Z. That's okay. But know what traits you have, know how to turn those into a skill or skills, and then go out there and literally set the world on fire. Kick some ass, dude. All right. Thank you so much for joining me, y'all. That is my podcast on how to acquire a skill and a little bit about me. And I will see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed what you heard and you are looking for a little bit more, please consider subscribing. I would love to have you here. Also, if you're on those social networks, which I know you are, please feel free to check me out on Instagram and Facebook at wholehearted underscore underscore life. That is spelled capital W-H-O-L-E-H-E-A-R-T-E-D underscore underscore capital L-I-F-E. Thank you so much. And remember, ask yourself today, what have you done that is making you wholehearted?